0: baby this is episode 12 of the down by two podcast i'm your host josh elijah to my right as always mikey fulmer Michael, how are you? It's been a minute. It's, it's been, been a y- hot minute. It's been a minute since we've jumped on here, but it hasn't been a minute for our for us hanging out during the summer. Now drinking lots of yups these last few weeks. <laughs> couple yups down the gullet. Um, Miss
1: tuning in with our listeners, though. I,
0: I know. I know. It's just, man, honestly, here's the thing, especially throughout the summer months, it's always just, there's just so much going on. And now with the world opening back up, the last thing you want to do is listen to us ramble bullshit about some fucking sport that you're not even following right
1: yeah it was kind of the perfect storm with yeah. with playoffs hockey and basketball and then summer hits we go into phase three and yeah. now we're just trying to be enjoying ourselves a little bit
0: And that's it. Everything's just opening back up. People are getting vaxxed left, right, and center. So everyone's just, fuck it. Let's just have a couple pops. Uh, I mean, at least that's what we've been doing. We've been up at the cottage, or we just got back from Prince Edward County. Fucking couple wine tours as well. That was cute, wasn't it?
1: What a hidden gem.
0: Yeah. We we'll have to touch on that Prince Edward County Rose Boy. That's, that was my new alter ego. He popped out for uh, a couple rounds at the at the, <laughs> at the at the tours, the tours that we went on.
1: None uh, of them hit quite like a Yup, but uh, lots of good spots up there. <laughs> Highly yeah. recommend.
0: But you can tell that we're kind of fishing for a rose sponsor as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> reach out uh man yeah that was actually a fun little trip um you know very very cute spot you know it was it was it was great to just kind of get away from london or get away from toronto just get away from any sort of city and and get to some sort of small town feel and uh just go check out some smaller businesses that are finally up and running and man, we did like we did a distillery tour. Uh, we, we did a bunch of breweries, bunch of wineries. It was just A couple nice. hidden gem ciders, mm-hmm. cideries that are popping up. Mm-hmm. Stock and row. That was one. For sure. And real free ads. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's just what we've been up to. and. You know what? Also, kind of just leading into this episode, uh, we've we've been sitting on this one. I, I've been I've been very anxious to release it, but I just wanted to kind of push it back so that it's a little bit closer, a little bit more relevant to the upcoming NFL season. Um, and so we we had oh, it's coming in hot. It's coming. It's was that, coming. We're like in.
1: a month before camp
0: it's already. Coming in. Yeah, no, for sure. They're starting to show up and whatnot. Um, but our guest that we had on the show, and I was obviously very, very stoked to have him on the show. He's a, he's an active member of the Los Angeles Rams. He's a strong safety. Terrell Burgess, number 26 baby, was on the show Man, what a treat for me, especially. But, you know, you as well as a football fan. It was uh, it was, oh, it was just incredible. Awesome to have him on the show. As um, per
1: usual, I just love getting the story from from beginning to where they are now. Exactly. Just kind of putting yourself in the, their shoes and seeing like what it took in in peewee yeah at in the high school level scholarship what the what it's like playing in the pack 12 it was just love going through that journey with them it's amazing
0: i know and like and it was just to kind of get some of that backstory and he was saying that he was more into ball especially like as a younger kid as well That's right so to see him kind of develop his, his skills and then uh just go through that entire process to making it to uh making it to the nfl just an all-around good kid like we got that good kid but then he's also a good kid too you know very good boy. See what you did there. Uh, <laughs> uh but man, yeah, speaking about the upcoming NFL season, um, I guess we t- we touched on a couple things. Uh won't dive too much into it, but we talked about that big blockbuster uh golf and stafford trade, you know, that just uh basically our, both of our teams swapping quarterbacks. Um so yeah, we'll we'll definitely we jump into that, talk to him about that a little bit as well. Um, but just I mean, I guess right now what's what's the, you know, pressing news is uh Aaron Rodgers with his presser and how he He just (laughs) destroyed the Green Bay franchise.
1: First and foremost, he showed up to Green Bay. So he's playing. Sounds like they're restructuring it as giving him a bunch of money this year. And I think they're going to go their separate ways next year. He it's just what roasts- it seems like. He fucking roasted them, though. Yeah, yeah. that's He like, <laughs> just lays it all on the table. Listen, the reality is no one in the organization has given me any say, and I'm essentially a superstar player with no say, and that's what they've been doing. So. Yeah,
0: and, you know, nobody wants to come play for Green Bay. They want to come play with me because my name is Aaron Rodgers, and I am I am the MVP.
1: It's so brutally honest, and it's, it teeters on – overly arrogant but it's also true yeah so i think i'm with him on it yeah i mean like just said it out it's just
0: not wrong so it's it's just funny (laughs) he just lit that organization on fire
1: oh i can't wait till he walks next year though and then (sighs) maybe the lions can breathe and they were just like
0: yeah, and he's just like, they don't get anyone anyone here to actually be able to play with me. And then uh, and then Green Bay's just like, oh, but we went and got you Cobb. <laughs> it's like, oh, cute. I feel like that's a spit
1: back, though. Yeah. they go going at Cobb, who's 99 years old, a shell of himself.
0: <laughs> oh, here, man. there you
1: go. You got Cobb in the slot now. Yeah. Fuck good for you um such an interesting situation over there
0: absolutely uh yeah man i was just stoked for the nfl season to start yeah
1: more, i was just about to say that more importantly that's all the drama shit i mm-hmm. just can't wait till
0: kickoff oh that oh. first, it's going to be probably a Thursday
1: night early to mid
0: September. Spending every Sunday together on one or another's couch It's going to be nice. I just literally bought a new couch just for that, uh, for when my girlfriend banishes me to the back room.
1: Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Sundays are for the don't back room. We'll take over
0: the big TV. Um, but yeah, man. So again, this is episode 12 of the Down By Two podcast featuring Terrell Burgess of the Los Angeles Rams. Let's get it. All right, what can I get you?
1: Hey, Bugs, I'll get a round of uh, fun
0: waters for me and the boys. <laughs> okay, What a round of alcoholic seltzers for the basic bro over here. Wait, what'd you just call me? well, you just ordered a round of seltzers. Would you rather a round of beers? Well, yeah, but I gotta work on my summer body, bro. Okay, okay, look, I get it. So you're looking for something light, right? Yup. Okay, something crisp. Yup. Super crushable. <laughs> yup. 100 calories, low in carbs. <laughs> Double yup. <laughs> well, it sounds like you need a round of yups. I see what you did there. Is this where I say yup? Yup. Yup beer, made with all natural ingredients and only $1.85 a can. Available in over 200 locations across Ontario. Visit yupbeer.com. find a store near you. with a, a very, very special guest and uh, completely stoked to have this guy on the show. Uh, especially for me, As uh, if, if you know me, I am a, a huge, huge Rams fan. Um, been a Rams fan back since, I think it was the year 2000 when they won the Super Bowl. Um, back when they uh, they stopped the Titans at the, the one-yard line. Yeah. You know, the greatest show on turf. Hell of a game. You know, we got Marshall Falk and Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, obviously Kurt Warner. It was just uh, basically when I started watching football um, and been with the Rams ever since Uh, so uh, we're absolutely honored to have uh, a member of the Rams Kurt Roster on the show strong safety Terrell Burgess Terrell how you doing my man
2: Doing well, doing well. Thank you guys for having me
0: on. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Sorry, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm repping the Rams hard here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. my I got my threads, uh, but maybe next time you're back on the show, it'll say Burgess on the back for sure. Yeah, I
2: would appreciate
1: that. This guy's <laughs> yeah. a legitimate Rams fan, too. He's not just putting on a show for you. He's, no. a, he's diehard. Yeah, he's man. He's diehard. Yeah, that's cool. I'm yeah. uh,
2: turning into a big Rams fan
1: myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you grew up in California. Who'd you grew up rooting for before uh, you got drafted by the Rams?
2: So, a lot of my family's from, like, this town called Sherman, like, right outside of Dallas. So, I grew up a Cowboys fan. My, oh, okay. My whole family's still Cowboys fans, so... Oh, but on. Okay. Uh, not, they weren't very happy last year when we beat them in the first game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll definitely get to all of that because I, I I definitely want to go down your timeline. But um, maybe we, we like to start off with where it all started uh, for you. You know, growing up, uh, Cali boy and whatnot. And um, you know, how did you find that love for football? Um, you know, at what age did you you know start thinking that you know you definitely had a career or a, a future? Um,
2: um, that's a great sport. question. Honestly, growing up, like I feel like my brother was more. of the football player and i was more the basketball player like i love playing basketball i kind of just played football because he played it and i wanted to you know bond with him i guess Mm -hmm. and my grandfather played uh, football in the military as well but yeah my my brother kind of played i was more of a basketball player up until about like sophomore year in high school and then i realized i wasn't going to be taller than six foot so i made a business decision and i guess (laughs) it worked out for me
0: (laughs) well what uh what position did you play when it came to ball
2: um, so basketball or football? Basketball. Basketball. Uh, yeah. I, one and two, I played point and shooting guard. It kind of just, I yeah. wasn't the tall. I was never the tallest, but I was always like one that could handle the ball, I guess. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was, that was really fun.
1: So were you a multi-star athlete? Like, were you getting recruited in both sports? I mean, you went to a pack 12 school, right? So you must've been doing some damage on the football field. Was, was that the case for
2: basketball as well? Uh, no. So I stopped playing basketball my freshman year. Freshman. Year. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but, I didn't really like football until like the end of my sophomore year. Cause I kind of was like, well, it might work out for me. So I as well just, yeah. you know, take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably filled
1: out a little bit more, could play a little more physical and then the scouts started coming. Definitely. Definitely.
2: Yeah. No, I, uh, I really, I feel like I became, I, I wasn't like super physical in high school, but I feel like I was kind of, I don't want to, I, I was, I wasn't better than everyone, but I was like, probably like, a. I don't know. I guess I was a little bit more physical than some of the guys, but I had way more physical guys on my team than I was. So yeah, it was nice to be able to play with them.
0: Were you always uh, were you always defensive or did you, were you playing other positions?
2: Um, like if you looked at my high school highlight tape, you would think I didn't play defense at all. But yeah. uh, I, I, mean- I played, honestly, I played mainly probably receiver, but I also played running back, played quarterback a few plays, but nothing too crazy. But I did play defense for like – I played receiver and corner like most of my life in all my years of football.
1: You see that a lot with a lot of recruits, though, because the start players in high school go both ways, right? And then mm-hmm. once you get to the next level, you kind of tra- you you meet up with a lot more competition, and sometimes you transition over to the defensive side and vice versa. Yeah. So that makes sense.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I uh, I think I was recruited to Utah as an athlete, and actually my first first college game I played receiver, and then the rest of them after that I played defensive back, but. Awesome. Yeah, it was nice. I it's enjoyed. kind of like
1: Richard, uh, Richard Richard Sherman, right? Yeah. yeah he, he went to Stanford, uh, played receiver even for a couple of years there, and then switched over.
2: Switched over, and now he's one of the greatest corners I've ever for the game. Yeah,
1: no doubt. Was that was Utah the only one that came calling in high school? Or I'm assuming you had a couple offers on the table.
2: Uh yeah no I had a few I uh I had a couple in the I had Wisconsin Nebraska in the Big Ten Boston College on the East Coast and then yeah I had probably a good amount of the Mountain West San Diego State Utah State um i don't know a few other ones i had like in the pac 12 i had like arizona utah nice uh oregon state i don't know i had to get them out yeah. that be crazy I, i'd say so yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i was me and josh no were talking before uh you came on and utah is kind of an underrated pac 12 program like they they've been arguably the cream of the crop the last four or five years are right there with like when you think Pac-12 you think USC you think Oregon but Utah I mean is neck and neck with them I'd I'd argue anyways
2: yeah no I definitely would agree I mean a lot of people kind of feel like Utah is just this school way over there but no I I definitely feel like Utah is going to be a great school in the Pac-12 for many years to come
0: absolutely what kind of drove that decision then for you to end up going to Utah That's a great question.
2: Um, (laughs) I remember back in high school when I, I I took a visit there with my mom, I think it was, I took like an unofficial visit there with my mom, like the summer going into my senior year. And I loved it. Like I even ended up taking another official visit in the fall. And every time I was I went on a different visit. I was always comparing it to Utah. And eventually like, I was just like, I feel like this is my heart trying to tell me something. And it's crazy because I almost didn't go there because they uh, they were only taking one corner of my senior year, and somebody committed before I could. So it was kind of like my scholarship was gone. But then eventually they found a spot for me, and I committed. That's that was crazy. meant to be, yeah. I think it was meant to be.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about your, um, I guess, just kind of uh, growing in that in that system. You know, very like a powerhouse defensive uh, mm-hmm. team and whatnot. Let's uh, talk about your experience with Utah and, and how you grew as a player. They,
2: uh I feel like I learned a lot. Like I got. I was a decently smart football player in high school, but I feel like once I got to college, I really started to understand the game of football and a lot of things. I have to give a lot of you know credit to my coaches there at Utah. All the coaches do really well in teaching you a lot of things like that. So my career at Utah was great. Um, I definitely wish I would have played a little bit more, probably sooner, but you know I wouldn't change you know where I'm at for the world now. I've, I love being here in LA. But yeah, no, I, I learned a lot in, in Utah, and I think. You know, going from you know from freshman year to playing a couple positions to being able to learn other ones and getting to my senior year and being able to probably play any position on the defensive backfield, even mm-hmm. though True. I only played a couple of them, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that must have looked good
1: to scouts too, and they see you can move around a little bit.
2: Oh, definitely. I I think definitely. that was definitely my uh, my selling point to a lot of teams and why they they were uh, interested in me. Uh, my versatility, I guess you could say. So it's a huge factor now. Seeing sure. that knife. that's uh, like that's like what people aim for now nowadays yeah. so it's, Absolutely. It's nice
0: it. well um I guess just that the whole road leading up to you know draft day and then being able to um you know obviously you know all the way from getting that call from the Rams um and and just going through the whole process going through the combine kind of walk us through that what are your experiences um you know some of some of the highlights of it some of the some of the low points bring us through all those emotions.
2: Ooh, okay. This is uh, this is a wild one. <laughs> this, um, yeah, obviously loaded. it's gonna
0: be a lot to unpack, we, we, <laughs> no, we gotta I, know. I
2: remember, <laughs> I remember like the summer going into my senior season at Utah. I was talking to a few of my teammates, and we would talk about like how we just felt like, oh, well, I just know, like, you know, regardless of not being not starting until my senior year, I know that like if you know if a team gave me an opportunity to come into a mini camp, i would be able to make the team. I know, like, I'm confident in my abilities, be able to make the team. And then as the senior season went on. I started to feel like, Oh, like this could really be like, a, you know, a good chance, you know? And, you know, I started to get more looks and my, my, my DC and the safeties coach, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, teams are starting to take notice The head coach was telling me like multiple coaches started telling me and I'm like, Oh wow, this is, this is going to be a chance. You know, this, this thing could happen. Mm-hmm. And November comes around and like senior bowl. And I remember, I remember in the, this is actually really funny. I remember in the summer I was talking to an agent and he told me if I wasn't on, I didn't end up going with him, by the way. I won't say his name, but he told me if I wasn't on uh, the senior bowl list, like the pre, like the preseason list, don't expect to get an invite. So me, I took that as like fuel to the fire. I'm like, oh, wow, like, you know, whatever. And there was like five of my teammates on the list. So November mm. comes around, and it, actually it was on my birthday. I remember I went to the office with the head coach, and he hands me an invite to the senior bowl, and I was like, whoa, like this is yeah. crazy. Like Starting to get real. Yeah, it's starting wow. to get real. the like, really you know? I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm not going to get one. And then that happened, and I guess it was just up from there. And you know, just, I think it was like the day after, the day after uh, our final, our bowl game. I got the combine invite, and it was just crazy. But then that happens. Go, I get out to, I came and trained in Orange County. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Went to the Senior Bowl. Had a good Senior Bowl. I feel like I d- definitely could have gotten better. Went to the combine, and everything's going well until my second forty. I pulled my hammy. End up like I remember the first forty, like I ran. and I didn't feel like I ran that fast, and I came back, and the guys were like, "Oh yeah, you ran a 4.49. and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even feel like I was running fast." Yeah. The second one comes up, and I'm like sprinting, like as fast, obviously as fast I like, can go, and I could like feel my legs just picking up, picking up, picking up, mm. and I knew I ran faster. And like right as I cross like the forty yard line or wherever the fifty yard line because they started the ten, I think, um, I just feel like this. It feels like a somebody just socks me right in my left leg, and it just like. I don't want to say it popped, but it kind of like just like it was probably one of the most painful things I've ever had. But obviously, besides my ankle, but yeah, yeah. And so that was like, oh shoot! Like I can't do the drills, can't show the teams that can't show the team back still run around. But I was lucky enough to still get drafted, and I actually once I was better, I was able to show a video and and uh, be able to show that I could still move around. Were you
1: able to, so after the hammy, were you able even to do a a pro day like in Utah or were you done?
2: So they, so I was done. Oh, I mean, I was going to come back for pro day, but they canceled our pro day like two days before.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Cause usually you get a second shot at your, at your school's pro day, right?
2: Yeah. So I was definitely planning on doing it and then they canceled it. So I was like, oh shoot, like got to make a video. So I made a video and sent it out to teams and then the draft comes around and me, you know, being, you know, as conservative I can be, I'm thinking like, you know, only starting one year, I'm not expecting to get drafted very high. My agent was telling me one thing and I'm like, okay, like that'd be cool. Pretty cool. Like just even get an opportunity I would be happy with. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first day of the draft, I knew I wasn't going the first day. So I wasn't really worried about it. the second day. I knew there was a chance, but I wasn't too worried about it. But then like, you know, I'm never going to get mad about somebody else's success, but I, you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, you're better than somebody else. Yeah. But it's like, things happen so I was like happy for people and like it kind of got to the end of the night and I remember my family it was like the 100 100 pick had just happened and there's only like six more picks or five five or six more picks left in the third round where my family's out in the living room and I can hear them talking like oh yeah what are we gonna have breakfast in the morning because Charles probably not gonna go tonight and I'm hearing them like count me out I'm like dang like you guys already count me out six picks (laughs) left (laughs) <laughs> and then I remember my phone started buzzing and it said Thousand Oaks, California. And instantly I was like, wow, I'm going to be in California. Like, this is crazy. Whoa. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It, it, it was wild because I remember like throughout the whole, like the reason I left California for college was because I kind of felt like I wanted to be away from home. And even throughout my draft process, I'm like, oh, I just want to be you know, out of California a little bit. You know what I mean? I still want to be away from home. But once that phone started ringing, all that went out the window. I didn't even yeah. care. I was so happy to be here. My family keeps on watching me play, so yeah. I, I'm really excited. Really was overcoming emotions. I was crying like all of it. It was. Oh, I seen the oh, video. I seen the video it's, on social media. It's yeah, life changing. <laughs> it's so cool. Absolutely, yeah, it was a great experience. I, I I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, yeah, for so real.
1: Did I you- love that. That's the best part of doing these uh, these interviews with some athletes, hearing about the draft process and that life changing moment. It's. I know. It's it's awesome.
0: Did you think that uh, that it was going to be the Rams? Did you, did you think that you were actually going to Cali? Or did were you maybe expecting some other teams to potentially pick you? Uh, were you I guess, were you talking to other teams?
2: I think, yeah, I was talking to, I guess, part of the teams. I, I feel like, I just like, I don't know what it was, but in my head, I kind of just felt like I was going to be on the East Coast somewhere. I don't know why. Like, I just felt like, oh, I'm going to be in the cold somewhere on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And like, looking back, like, I probably should have known that the, the Rams were really interested in me. I definitely had multiple interviews with them, like, and more than I probably any other team.
3: Mm-hmm. But then again,
2: like, you hear stories about guys that don't even talk to the team mm-hmm. that they're drafted by at all. So it's like, I didn't know. But looking back, I feel like I should have known that the Rams were pretty interested in me. And obviously, I'm happy to be here. So I'm excited to, to see what the future has in store
0: yeah absolutely well um obviously yeah uh we are stoked to have you um i mean like he's not a rams fan but definitely definitely
1: if you can see that you guys took my uh you took my my fucking quarterback.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Jared's gonna do really well over there. To be honest with you, yeah, you know what he 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 took a lot
1: of heat mm-hmm. and unnecessary heat too. He's still a young quarterback with a lot of times. He's a top pick. He's there's the talents there.
2: Number one overall pick led the team to the to the you know the Super Bowl before. Yeah. So I think I think he's gonna do well in Detroit. And yeah, uh,
1: excited for no. him. it was a, in a mutually beneficial. Uh, Trade. Yeah. I mean, not to start breaking down that trade.
0: No, no. Well, yeah. Let's. I want to break it down. <laughs> yeah. Can you shed a little, maybe a little bit more light on what kind of uh, even person or player that Detroit's going to be getting in Jared Goff?
2: I think they'll definitely get a you know a great quarterback. he got great touch on the ball. You know, what I'm saying he's a smart football player. I'd say from my experience, I, mean, I was only with him for like six months. I remember watching him at Cal. Other than the game he played against Utah on uh, College Game Day, yeah. I think he played pretty well at Cal for him to be the number one overall pick. But I'm excited for him. I think he's gonna do really well. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people kind of think he's like kind of has his back against the wall, and I feel like that's kind of where he thrives when he's kind of under, under a microscope, kind of back, you know, back against the the ropes. So I think mm-hmm. he's uh, he's gonna do really well. He kind of
1: got put in a position in LA after you guys didn't they didn't finish the job with the Super Bowl that it's like he needs to be 35 touchdowns, five picks, a season. superstar, yeah, or yeah. it's a failure. So mm-hmm. I, I think a fresh start for him is going
2: to be good. Understand. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, quarterbacks a hard position to play. That's why I do my best not to, not to criticize them because I yeah. can, there's a reason why I'm not playing. Yeah.
1: That's why they make all that money too.
2: That's, that's right. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean,
2: other than that, yeah, that, that part. Yeah. I'd yeah.
1: be remiss if I didn't touch on uh, Stafford though. Um, yeah, I guess you guys just finished OTA, so is he out there working working with you guys? You got to see him up close and see him spinning it or what?
2: Yeah, he's he's got great touch on the ball. I feel like he puts puts it in a place where, you know, only his receivers can get it, obviously, you know. we're uh during training camp, we're going to do our best to get it out, get out of there, but I think he he's got a great touch on the ball, he's a great leader so far from what I've seen, and I'm excited to get to work with him and go against him in practice. Did you get any picks on him in the last uh last month? So, I didn't really go through OTAs, I'm still, like, probably, like, 90, 95% with my ankle. Right, right, right. I'm excited for, for camp. Absolutely. Yes, sir.
0: Um, so... Maybe let's bring it back to like we're, we're talking just after draft day and then, you know, you're working out with the squad and you're getting you're getting accustomed to, um you know, just overall Rams culture and whatnot. And then uh just that first game. I, I love that you mentioned that, you know, that you're a Cowboys fan and all your family or like your family growing up as, as Cowboy fans is whatnot. And then that was the first game, um you know, of, of your career. Uh, just walk us through some of those some of those highlights and, you know, stepping onto that that SoFi stadium field for the first time and, uh, you know. Let's just walk us through all that because that's got to be incredible.
2: Yeah. Well, for starters, I'll definitely say it's it's weird playing in front of no fans. Yeah. Uh, that is probably oh, the. I that. Yeah, it's never nuts. thought that I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm playing for the fans. Like, obviously – Your first you play, game, you know, too. It was, like, it was crazy. Like, you know, going to mm-hmm. the NFL, like, you lived for that moment. And it was like having no fans in the sand is crazy. Second, I've never been one to really get starstruck, you know, but um, I'll be honest, when I was jogging around the field for warmups, and I saw Jerry Jones saying that I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Like this is the real deal." You know what I mean? So that was a yeah. that was a pretty cool experience. And uh, I don't know. That was it was great to be able to you know have my first NFL win, be against the team that I grew up watching. And I'm excited to play them again in any in any, <laughs> in any shape or form, or whenever it happens again. Yeah. But it was it was a crazy experience, and I I'm glad that you know it, you know maybe the COVID rookie year was a little different, but I'm glad that. It happened, and I'm excited for you, too.
0: Absolutely. And, like, man, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, Rams fans as well, very excited to, to have you and, and, and draft you and whatnot. And, you know, a lot of upside, a lot of promise and whatnot. But then, um, you know, unfortunately, seven games in, you mm-hmm. know, you especially starting to play, uh, like, really good. And even that game against the Bears, like, you were having a pretty good game as well. And then it all kind of came crashing down with that leg injury where you broke mm-hmm. your ankle. So uh, just kind of walk us through that as well. I mean, that's got to be... Just utterly crushing.
2: Yeah, I uh, I remember going through the game, and I think it was like every time I came to the sideline, someone was like, Troy, you're playing really well, you know, like keep going." Like I was, I was just feeling good. Like on special teams, I was, you know, making blocks. I was, you know, I had, a, I think I had a couple tackles on special teams, or a couple tackles on defense, and I was just like having fun out there. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely, you know, just playing, playing well, I guess. And I remember. I remember we had just given up like a deep pass. I, I don't remember what coverage we were in. I think we might have been cover four or something. Mm-hmm. And we just given up a deep pass. And then like I was like, I'm thinking in my head because I'm usually a conservative football player. I don't like to put myself in situations where I can get hurt. But at the same time, you got to do what you got to do. And I remember mm-hmm. like David Montgomery was coming through the hole, and I'm like, oh shoot, someone's got to stop him. So I just get in there, and my leg gets stuck, you know, under me, whatever. And everything happens. And I remember going back to the X-ray room. And I'm like, please be a roll But I'm looking at my ankle and I'm like, there's no way. You know? there you go, bro, roll like, I remember feeling it, everything. And The first x-ray didn't show a break. And I'm like, okay, a little promising. Second x-ray didn't show a break either. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's, you know, high ankle sprain, pretty bad, whatever. Then the third break, it was, you know, snap. My fibula was snapped and I was like, yeah, oh, that's a little shitty. But it's okay. You know, everything happens for a reason.
0: Yeah. Just being able to be on that, you know, and the um, the medical staff for the Rams, obviously, I mean, like, you know, being able to uh, bring you back to full health. How you feeling now? Um, you're feeling great. You said you're about 95 percent.
2: Yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm uh, it's it's weird. Like, I remember the first day I was able to walk and I feel like I was doing pretty well in, in the regards to how I say this in regards to like, I don't want to say masking, like how I was feeling. But I didn't mm. think I was like that. Hurt like I was. Like, I was pretty hurt. Obviously, I hate watching. But once the first day I was able to walk, like I really was like overcome with emotions, and I was like, "Wow, like this is this is a crazy thing." And like now, you're back, baby. It's I'm back to like walking being like second nature, and I think I'll never I'll never take walking for granted ever again. <laughs> I think every time I'm out somewhere or doing something, someone's like, "Oh, you want to sit down?" I'm like, "No, I'm like grateful to be able to stand on two feet." So. It's crazy, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, ex- I'm excited for, for the future.
1: Yeah. it's yeah, yeah. a great, great perspective too. Healthy way to look at it. Right. Yes,
2: sir. Definitely.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, we, we, I, I, I got to talk, you know, especially yeah. cause like, I'm just such a such a big Rams fan. And I, I I gotta, I gotta ask you about your relationship with, uh, you know, with head coach, you know, with, with McVay, you know, one of the more young dynamic coaches in the league and, uh, just, just share some of your insights on, you know, what it's like, you know, being
2: coached by, by McVay. I think it's, I think it's honestly great. I feel like before you get to the NFL, a lot of people tell you like, it's all business and it's all about money. It's all about this. Mm -hmm. And even like colleagues, the camaraderie is a little different. And I feel like everybody's telling you like, it's not going to be the same way. So be prepared. And I feel like I came to the perfect possible team. I feel like it's definitely more family atmosphere here than other places. Obviously I haven't been other places, but I've had no friends on, on this team, other team, they're like, Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky to be there in LA had guys get cut. And they were like praying that they didn't get picked up in those two days because they wanted to come back on the practice squad and i'm like yeah. wow that's that's a little different than here so yeah yeah i really think it's great here sean's he's a great coach and i'm you know i'm lucky to be able to learn from him in any way i can and you know scheme his offense in practice any way i can as well he's a smart coach and i'm excited to, to get back out there and, and pick them yeah
1: off. you know, that that is mutually beneficial i never thought about it like that with like how dynamic his offense is and his creativity it's Mm-hmm. top notch so you get to practice against that all week every week right so yeah. it probably brings out the best in the, on both sides of the ball
2: oh definitely definitely he's a he's he's a great coach he's a great guy too he's a he's talking he's talkative one too so i'm excited to be able to, to get back to work was it uh was it pretty shocking lining up
1: when you were when you were playing last year and looking out out to your right or your left and seeing jalen ramsey and then seeing uh probably going to go down as one of the greatest defensive players, players, of, players of all game. time with donald right. out front that, yes, that's not gonna be nuts. That doesn't happen every day. No one,
2: not a lot of people
1: are blessed with that opportunity,
2: right? You're right, you're right. And uh, both of the, both of them are, you know, they're great human beings as well as great players. And I'm, I'm just lucky to be able to say that I played on the same team as them. They, uh, they both play very well, top of their positions. And I'm just mm-hmm. glad to be able to learn from them as a, not only uh, a player on the field, but also just a professional in in that aspect. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to get to work again.
0: No doubt. And then you're looking at like safeties as well. I mean, like how's your relationship with like Fuller and, and, and rap and, 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 and like those, those gotta be your boys as well.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I feel like we, I feel like we have a really tight group uh, on the Rams. I feel like our, our defensive back, like core, we're really tight. I feel like we always are cracking jokes, making jokes together. It's funny because mm. at the combine, cause I, like I said, I, I pulled my hammy. I was like one of the last people on the field, like walking off and, jordan was actually the last person on the field with me we we're walking off together a little did we know we were going to be on the same team
0: oh, that's nuts
2: two, three months later so it's crazy but you know we've definitely become we've come like pretty close like while we've been here and honestly like all the dbs we're really close and i'm just we always like hang out after or like outside of the facility so it's it's nice and i'm um, i'm excited to see what this season has in store i feel like we're really gonna have a nice tight group and the tighter you get, I feel like the the better you play and the more comfortable you come with people, it just, it brings out the best in everyone.
0: Well, it is definitely going to be an interesting year, especially, you know, now you have um, a new defensive coordinator. I think it's uh, like the the third in three years. You've got Raheem Morris now. And, uh, yeah. you know, what are your first, um, your first, uh, I guess, impressions of, uh, of your new defensive coordinator?
2: He is a wild human being. <laughs> he is—he's yeah. uh, a great coach from what I from what I've encountered so far, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to be able to learn from him. But he's—he's he's a loud guy, he talks a lot. He's—he's he's always yelling. And I love it. It's—it's uh, it's great to be able to explain him. That's not to say you know Staley wasn't great. School was great as well. I love that man mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, I'm excited to see what what happens with uh, Coach Morris.
0: Yeah, for sure. Would you say that any of the? Um like who on the rap on the Rams squad uh would you say was kind of taking over that that mentor sort of uh role maybe for you you know joining the joining the Rams
2: I actually you know I definitely believe that I learned a lot from uh JJ who is now obviously you know with the Browns but I definitely learned a lot from him um being able to work like outside of the facility I learned a lot from like Mike Kaiser and Nick Scott being able to work out with them like at proactive here in Thousand Oaks but mm-hmm um yeah i'd say those three guys are probably the most i've learned the most from nice. um in regards to like you know the way the the nfl works and i think i'm just i hope that i'm able to you know be a mentor for the younger guys that come in for years to come. absolutely i love that man love that
1: yeah i got a thousand questions for you i'm just trying to pick which ones uh which ones? <laughs> i guess uh one one that came to mind before you came on was uh What moment in those – would you get seven games in before you got hurt last year? Yeah, I got hurt. Something like that? In those seven games, at which moment when you lined up against a receiver, which person was it that you lined up against that you're like, holy shit, I'm going to text my boys about this
2: after the game's (laughs) done? Like Uh,
1: another kind of awestruck moment.
2: I I think – I feel like everybody's good, and I I, I definitely don't fear anybody when it comes to anything. No doubt. No doubt. But I'd say it was pretty cool to be able to line up against George Kittle. He was Yeah, uh, I was thinking that, yeah. great tight end. I feel like he's going to be great for years to come as well. And I'm excited to be able to go against him. But yeah, so I'd probably say him. I didn't go up against too many receivers this past year, but I sh- you know, we'll see what happens this, this next season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kittle, you get him twice a year on the inside. He's, uh, he's definitely a handful. He can do it all. Oh, yeah.
2: He's got great effort, great tight end, Got great hands. he can can run too. So yeah, he's, he's going to be a force with.
0: Well, just even looking forward to the 2021 season, um, like what, what can Rams fans be excited about? Um, You know, what can we look forward even coming from you or just coming from a team altogether?
2: Um, it's a great question. I keep saying that, but yeah, no, (laughs) I I (laughs) I got it. I definitely say that, uh, we're hungry. I feel like, you know, we, we didn't. We didn't finish the way we wanted to last year. Obviously, anybody who doesn't win the Super Bowl doesn't finish the way they want to. But mm-hmm. I really feel like we got a great shot. We always got. We got a great shot every year. But I think we got a real good shot to to make a run for it all this year. And let's look for the defense to be uh, number one in the in the league again this year.
0: Fucking love it.
2: Yeah, man, that. Your division, I mean, with the
1: Seahawks and oh, San I mean, Fran and Arizona, uh, that's must see TV every Sunday. I, I'd argue that's the hardest division in football. I don't even know if that's arguable. It's that's. It, well. it, it speaks for itself. I, I definitely, it.
2: I definitely believe it is the hardest division in football. A lot of people will say like the Browns, uh, Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals, but you know, no, everybody's good. No chance, France. No, no. yeah, that's good. It's the uh,
1: NFC West is uh, the cream of the crop right now for sure.
0: I agree. Just to uh, kind of switch pace here a little bit, and I love that you said that uh, you know you're big in the ball, and so are we. Um, watching you know NBA right now, um, you know I, I know you got a lot on your plate and you're super busy, but are you following the playoffs right now. Who do you like? Do you have any takes right now? We we, we can switch away from NFL because we always love talking ball as well.
2: Yeah, no. So I I grew up a Kobe Bryant fan, so I've always been a Lakers fan my whole life. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm sad to see them out, but you know it's I think. Right now, some squad's I'm, good. Nice. Some Nets squad's sports, good. There's two two series right now that they were down. You know, the Clippers were down two zero, and the Bucks were down two zero. Now they both came back. So I'm really interested to in seeing how the, the Nets and Bucks series finishes out. Yeah. You know, with the Bucks being so good on defense and them coming back from two zero, and then I think James Harden's cleared to play tonight. Yeah, so he is. We'll see what happens. And then Damn. with the Clippers and Jazz, you know, the Cl- Jazz being number one team in, in the league right now. And the Clippers and, you know, Kawhi Leonard going off. PG played really well last night. So I think those two series I'm really interested in. CP3 and Devin Booker are playing absolutely insane right now for the Suns. So I don't know. I'm I'm watching all three, all the series. But I'm really interested in the Bucs-Nets series right now, I'd say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, through
1: the first two games in the net series, you thought it was going to be a, a sweep. They were a dominating,
2: but Definitely. Kyrie goes
1: down, and all of a sudden, things are yeah. looking real good for uh, the Bucks.
0: Yeah, yeah James no. better be healthy going into that. Otherwise, you know, it could it, it could see themselves down real oh, quick.
2: Okay. Yeah, well, James Harden better, better play his butt off and to make sure it's all right. Because I, I don't know. I'm not going to make any predictions, <laughs> but I feel like if James doesn't play... It might be a wrap yeah. for the
0: next.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been locking it down pretty good. The Bucks have. I mean, I mean because if
0: if Durant like if if Durant doesn't have Harden and and Kyrie, then y- he's arguably playing with like one of the worst squads that he's had to team up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the playoffs or the regular season, like <laughs> they,
2: they have a good team. Like they play really well. Like what was his name, Joe Harris, is probably yeah. one of the best three point shooters in the. Yep in the nba so i She's mean if stroke. they would have had Spencer Dinwiddie i think i think we'd be having a different conversation right now but
0: yeah that hurt them early on in the season that hurt my fantasy too
2: yeah um, <laughs> i heard probably a lot of people's fantasy teams so yeah. i think that i think they have a good like a decent team but i think for that next level they might need a few people yeah.
0: so. and um you mentioned uh you mentioned the Utah and uh, and Clippers series as well, which is, uh, you know, that's interesting. But um, do you have a soft spot for the Jazz because you went to Utah? Or uh, do you not really give a shit about them?
2: <laughs> uh, <I> was, <laughs> like most
0: of the league does, but like I think they're fun to watch.
2: I love the players on their team. I wouldn't say I have a soft spot, but I definitely enjoyed, you know, watching them play when I was in Utah. Still yeah. like watching them play now. But I definitely, you know, being a Lakers fan. Yeah. I don't like that you know everybody I know from Utah thinks that the Jazz is the best team that ever ever you know ever. So I'm not saying <laughs> I want them to lose, I want them to do well. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, hope, I hope for a good series at the end. That's, what, yeah. that's all I can say.
1: Those Jazz fans are still bitter. They couldn't get one with uh,
2: Malone and Stockton. Exactly, they're yeah. definitely still so bitter about that. Oh, yeah. they'll always be bitter about yeah. you know with everything that happened with Michael too. So yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever.
0: It's gonna be an interesting series, and you know, with with Kawhi as well, you don't wanna you don't wanna go down or uh, when Kawhi's down two games, that's when you know you're in trouble because we're actually up here in Toronto, um, mm-hmm. or just outside of Toronto here. So uh, having Kawhi, you know, he was uh, he was down two nothing against the Bucks that, that year that he ended up winning the championship. So yeah. and then he was down mm-hmm. two games against the Maps, and he's down two games against the Jazz. He keeps coming back, so uh, so they better watch out.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely need to watch out for them. He's he's playing he's playing his butt off right now. All right.
0: Well, uh again, that's uh, Terrell Burgess strong safety for the Los Angeles Rams. My Los Angeles Rams. Uh dude, it was such a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh any last words before uh before we sign off here?
2: Um watch the Rams this season. Yeah. We will We will. Every Sunday. And thank you guys for having <laughs> me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolute
1: pleasure. Appreciate it, Terrell. Sure, no problem.
0: And that should do it. Once again, that was Terrell Burgess. Uh, just amazing to have him on the show. Really pumped that we were actually able to uh, get someone uh, that is active in um, not only on my favorite team, but uh, in the NFL as well. Because, you know, we, we've had a few uh, players that, you know, have, have retired, just even recently retired, um, and have had an amazing career. But it's great to get the perspective of someone who's actively in the league.
1: After chatting with that guy, would you think that he could come across the middle and take your head off? because he just seems like a quiet right
0: soft-spoken guy well man like i was saying like i'm just excited to see his growth and his emergence even this year because especially coming off that injury like he's fired up and ready to go and uh definitely going to be someone that i'm watching uh but you're right like just even just by his demeanor just yeah just a fucking solid good dude and uh but uh, man i bet he's got that killer mentality
1: yeah they like what they've seen so said he's gonna be he's he wasn't ready for mini camp, but he's he should be ready to go for Mm -hmm. for preseason so keep an eye out for burgess it's uh
0: my boy burgie
1: that's it's exciting getting these guys on that you can kind of tune in when they're playing and just kind of kind of feel like you have the inside scoop on them
0: well you know hopefully i mean maybe i can try and get someone on the lines as well we'll try and fish around or even to our listeners if there is you know a team that you follow um and you would like us to even get like a recent or or current player, uh let us know what your teams are. We'll we'll try to see who we can get on. We're just we just want to have interesting people uh that uh, that can jump on our show. Uh but moving moving right along, um we actually we got to get some dinner together cuz uh we, we got the NBA draft coming up pretty soon here by the time that this episode is out. Uh the fate of our franchise uh or the future of our franchises will be determined uh by the time this episode is released.
1: Yeah, fuck me. I hope the Pistons this, this- this Cade Cunningham has to be the guy to uh, turn this ship around because it's been a drag the last decade. You
0: should feel very good with Cade. And I think it's already confirmed that, you know, that I think Detroit is taking them.
1: Yeah. So, the yeah, last, the last what the last little rumor mill we seen was Houston was trying to trade into that. But yeah. I don't think they're, I don't nope. think they're sending that number one pick. He's, he's the bonafide number one. So mm-hmm. you got to take him and see what he can do for you.
0: And then the Raptors coming in at number four, um, I th- man correct me if i'm wrong no yeah last time we had the the fourth pick we ended up with chris bosch so it'd be uh it would be nice to uh get someone i mean it looks i hope i really hope that we take Jalen suggs I think that's who we're going to end up with. I think the Raptors are set on that. Um, it could. It, it all depends, though, whether or not Cleveland, what they decide to do, if they're going to maybe take Mobley or if they're going to go Suggs. And then we'll take uh, just you have to take the best player that's on the board at that point.
1: Yeah, Speaking of which, I think uh, Cleveland acquired Ricky Rubio today in a trade. Not that that matters at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're trying to
0: well then i mean like without getting too much into it like what i was kind of hoping is that you know if the raptors end up getting sugs um and you know they still have a question mark at their five spot they've been eyeing down jared allen and i think that would be great for our franchise as well so um you know it's 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 draft night so we're gonna we're gonna go have a couple uh cook up some supper it's supper time and uh and then yeah we're gonna enjoy the draft <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta love me some supper time guys uh, hungry grr, i am so hungry uh, um, but yeah, so our next episode that will be coming out, uh, we got another special guest coming on the show. We're gonna leave it at that, just that uh, good pal of mine. So stoked to have him on the show. Uh, so stay tuned. We're gonna be covering that basketball season, wrapping up the NBA, and looking forward to you know what what the uh, what the upcoming season has in store for everyone. Uh, but for uh, for Josh Elijah, Mike Vollmer, this is the Down by Two podcast. Like, share, subscribe, all that good shit. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Talk to you soon. Have a great summer.
1: Cheers.